Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Guys, I thought that Peter being the windmill culprit was going to be the most shocking moment of tonight's episode, but then we got the Luke saga. Oh, we got the Luke saga, and Hannah spoke her mind. All that's coming up here on tonight's After Show for The Bachelorette. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is your after show for The Bachelorette here on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight, we're covering season 15, episode 10, and so much happened. We're going to be going over all of it, but first, we need to introduce ourselves. I will be moderating tonight's wonderful show. Guys, my name is Jeff Graham. I'm so excited to be here. And on my left, I have the... Uh, the interminable Christine Alexis. <laughs> What's up, guys? The uh, reality-infused Mike Thieling. That's true. What up, guys? He's doing Love Island as well. I just got done doing Love Island, so I'm super warmed up on Ooh. romance. Yes. And the vindicated Renee Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> Very accurate. Glad to vindicated. Be I don't know if interminable was the right word. I think that is a good... I think she that, can't be stopped? She can't be is stopped. That, what, that, that was what sounds I meant. right. That's what yes. I meant. That's how I feel okay. about Christine. <laughs> okay. Unstoppable. Um, cool. Yeah. Let's stick with that one. <laughs> that's what everyone wants to hear is a guy called him interminable. That's what everyone's waiting for. I was like, for. I think that's good. I'm going to so go nice. with it. What I meant was that you are unstoppable. Okay, um, so are we, guys. We're the Bachelorette panel. We are not only talking about the show tonight. We also have our Tweeting for the Right Reasons segment. We have some news that Christine will be bringing us, and we just have to talk about this episode. Uh. Renee, I'm going to start with you because I, I just know that you have thoughts. Okay. Um, wow, what an adventure. I would just like to say... Last week, people have been getting mad at me for hating Luke. Uh, listen, I hear you. We all have our own opinions, but I fully stand by what I said, and I think Luke is trash. And I think this week proves exactly how manipulative and toxic I thought he has been literally all season. If it, and if you don't see that, I don't know what to tell you because mm-hmm. that is really bad behavior. And if you have someone in your life that's doing that, and you're like, that's fine, it's not. <laughs> D- delete them, unfriend them, unfollow them, <laughs> all of them. Unblock them. All the uns. Do all the uns. Yeah. Unblock them. Yeah. Unblock them. Oh, I feel like my mic's not fully. Wouldn't you, want to, blo- wouldn't you want to block them? Little tech difficulties. Little tech here. difficulties. Yeah, just block them. Just block. Mike, what are your thoughts? As Renee becomes a handyman, that's the technician right. over there. Hey, happy birthday, Renee! Happy birthday! We shouted out your birthday on the Love Island show as well. Yes, <gasps> that's so nice. Hey, while I fix my mic, do you, want, you guys want to sing me happy birthday? <laughs> uh, well, let's, let's save it. They're, they're, we'll see what happens during the show. Oh, wow. Maybe Jeff has a surprise. I thought this was a great episode. What I really liked... um, It's fine. (laughs) The scratching in my ears. What I really liked (laughs) was that we got the fence jump moment... And it delivered. Yeah. Versus the fence jump moment that did not. The fence jump moment Whoa, totally delivered you last think season. The fe- not, this is I no, I not compared to this. We've agreed weirdly the last couple of weeks, but this is where I draw the line with you. If you don't think that that fence jump episode was literally everything, 
I don't know what to tell you. No, either. I like th- I like this better. I like this better, and it came earlier in the season too. Like they didn't I'm quite gonna, make us. I'm going to side with you, Mike. That I think this one had a slight edge over Colton's special moment. Yeah. I thought it was dramatic AF, but like this was like unbelievably satisfying. Oh yeah. What I would say is this was like an overall better net positive for society. Like <laughs> it was like show. Ne- there's a, there's been multiple moments in the last couple of seasons where I've been like this kind of trashy show that I love actually has some good things to say. <laughs> One of them was when Kaylin, however we feel about her, had her moment where she stood up and shed light on the issue of campus assault. And this season we got Hannah on this beautiful feminist soapbox for 15 minutes speaking her truth. Uh yeah, it's so many issues with the way Luke handled this. I know we're going to focus on other things, but I'm sure the bulk of our conversation will be that moment. Chat's going back and forth. Sorry, chat's going back and forth, oh. which they liked better. Shout oh. out to the chat. Thank you guys. Big 283 up. strong right now. We love you. Love it. It seems like people have opinions on both sides of the fence. Renee, go ahead. <laughs> um, when we do get to the Luke date, I have so many thoughts on how she handled it, mm-hmm. what he was saying, uh, but there's like obviously more to the episode, given that was the best part of it. Let's not play around here, uh, but I mean, you know, she did have three other dates because for the first time ever, The Bachelorette kept four guys for Fantasy Suites. Hannah yeah, wanted to test drive as word. many cars as she could. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Tyler's car. She Except for Tyler's that. car, which was yeah. in the garage. We're going to talk about that. We were oh, talk I about felt that. for Tyler this episode. <sighs> Poor Tyler. Too. It was an interesting move. You know what, though? Well, In fact, let's just go ahead and start with Tyler's date. Let's mix it up today. I feel okay. like that's okay. where the Whoa. that's where the spirit's leading tonight Whoa. to keep it religious. Um, <laughs> Tyler. So the first thing they do is they. Um, I have it written down. Oh, the massage. Mm-hmm. The massage. This was graphic. Honestly, there have been some hot and steamy moments this season, but this one genuinely felt like a little bit of softcore porn, if I'm being honest. It was intense. He was basically, like, straddling her from the back on this massage table, (laughs) drenched in oil. It was just, it was a lot. She was topless. I know. She was. It was a massage. Yeah. Yeah. That she was supposed to get from a masseuse. <laughs> that was a smooth move, though. He just came over and, you know, Mike. You can't expect him to not do it. Like, you knew as soon as they stepped in there that he was going to be massaging her and making out at some point, right? Not when she was topless. That was a bit risque. It was. I, you know, For here's TV. what I'll say. I've had a number of couples massages with my wife. I don't think she would like that move. If I were to, like, sneak in, replace the masseuse, and then all of a sudden it was just... I mean, I don't know. There was just something a little bit like, um, especially for a non-married couple, a little bit like, I don't know. Did you guys think there was something a little bit, like, aggro about it? Oh, I had no problem with what he did. It was was literally that it was on camera. That's what felt the most uncomfortable about it. This was, like, a sexy thing happening. And it felt like, okay, is this where we... Should we go? And they did it. And at one point, the producers threw a towel over her chest because at one point she turned over and they're like, this is ABC. Always be Cam. And then she was covered. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. We've seen her... Mount guys over and over and over again this season. This has not been the most PG season in general. I don't know. That, that just wasn't my gut reaction to it. I was like, yeah, it's a massage. Of course, he's going to go over and put some moves on her. It's, this is like this is like the date to do stuff, right? Well, yeah, but this is the sex date. So when the sex date literally starts starts off with you both half naked, in uh, drenched in oil on top of each Starting other, making out, right. out on a bed, like Starting out right. That's more than her straddling a guy on a bench in a hotel with other guys in the other room. You know what I mean? Also, like I, that this feels for, worse for some reason to me. I don't know why. 
because this is an intimate date, they're one on one. Mm. They're already half naked just because even if he never touched her, they would have been the same half naked because it's a massage. And it's just automatically set up. I mean, the masseuses didn't need to leave. It's automatically set up for him to go and do that. I just thought, I said, yeah, right. Like, this just seems like a natural progression, especially on this kind of final kind of date. And for their relationship, because she said they had no problem with physical intimacy. But that's why. Like, with them and their physical connection. But you realize there have been plenty of massage dates in Bachelor history, and it's never gone down like that. That was a very... But that's what I'm saying. It didn't feel like the typical ABC date. Like, that was much more intimate than what we usually get on -on one-on-one. Olivia B. in the chat is exactly correct. And Colton and Hannah G. were doing the same massage thing. Not topless. Not topless. No, she did have a tiny bikini on, but it was also, it was also really explicit. Like, that was the episode where Hannah, I was like, whoa! Oh, she came to play. Yeah. I, I thought this was way more... I mean, he was, I like, feeling her up while she was laying down, and then she got on top of him, and they definitely didn't show everything. I don't know why this is super surprising, though. She's already naked bungee jumped with somebody else. Yeah. Like, that's that's point, I'm not, yeah. like, thrown by it. Hold on. The bungee jumping's totally different, because that's not a sexual thing. This was a sexual thing. If you're naked, rub it up against somebody, it's sexual. Anything can become sexual. That's I not it was, true. The bungee sure. jumping was a fun thing. That was this is the fun, wait, this is the naked, fundamental difference between men and women, I think, is what's happening right now. bungee it jumping? Is. You're saying that naked bungee jumping is platonic? You thought with Garrett that was a sexual thing? And not For just him, like a it was. Thing. Yes. That's because it's Garrett. Did you see the way he makes out with her? Look, there's, there's, there, I'm going to, look, I, I feel like it can speak for men. There's very few men who, if the girl is at least topless and those boobs are touching you, it is going to be sexual. It's naked and you're naked and it's that's it. it was, okay, well from the literally from Hannah, she said it wasn't a sexual experience. She, she was lying to the other dudes because all the dudes were like, wait, you were naked? No, she with? wasn't. I think so. Okay. Hannah did say that it was not a sexual experience. Also, for her. but she's, she's talking to all the other so- guys. Mike, she's been so honest this season. You think that's what she would choose to lie about? Naked bungee jumping? No. Look at, look at how Luke reacted when she said it wasn't sexual. If she had said it was sexual, all those dudes she would have lost that she, it. But b- Boyd's well, in a windmill tonight. Yeah, that's more of the highlight of Peter's date rather than... What we're talking about. We're talking about Peter, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Let's, 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 so let's bring it back in. How do we feel about the massage? It's very clear that Hannah and Tyler have great sexual chemistry. Oh, yeah. The issue here, though, for Hannah is that she fears that's all they have. This was an interesting... We've seen this a couple of times in The Bachelorette. It's Our physical intimacy is great. I'm not sure if we have anything else. And I kind of appreciated Hannah's take on this because I've been saying that all season. I don't dislike Tyler, but to me, he's just been blowing hot air all season. Mm-hmm. He has great lines and he says nice things, but I don't know who he is. And I don't know if she does either so her ultimatum was if we want to make it tonight's uh, fantasy suite is talk is only talking no touching how did you guys feel about this game move as mike would call it um i mean i i just i don't i don't know that i believe that they didn't actually do anything the entire night i mean i know they made out but even still if her intention was to go into it to get to know more about him and make their connection stronger the morning after i didn't feel like she didn't come across to me like she got what she wanted out of the night. It just, I agree. It, I'm like, okay, so are you more in love with him now? We didn't really get that from her in her interviews, so I don't know if it really helped. Yeah. I fell for Tyler this episode because I thought he was such a gentleman and so respectful. And whether it was like a move or not, I thought it was very sweet of him, and I didn't expect him to he be. Because well. yes, you should be like that. Of course, that's like a certain, but you just don't know what these guys on the show like. 
depending on who it is, they wouldn't have reacted that way. And he was so good about it. It made mm-hmm. me like him so much. And Christina and I were talking about, like, honestly, Tyler for Bachelor, I could see it. And you guys know, I've been not that nice to Tyler. I called him, like, basic. And I said, I think it's because the bar's here. And I think, so he's, like, right above it. But truly, I, I liked him this episode. And I think she was hoping to spend that night with him and getting clarity to send him home. And I think she was like, oh, no, I like him more now. And that's why she was crying. Yeah. I thought it was strange. I just thought it was weird to specifically, you know, it's fantasy suites. She's been with him a bunch. Is she at least putting some of the blame on herself for not getting to know him? I just thought it was Maybe. weird since because she absolutely slept with the other two guys. Like, it was like no problem. And I guess just as a viewer, I don't see so much less of an intellectual connection or that she hasn't gotten to know Tyler mm. as much as the other two guys. So I just thought it was really weird that she put it out there. Plus, honestly, I mean, go to the fantasy suite, talk a bunch, and she's obviously not. She is obviously okay with sleeping with these guys. I would say talk and chat it out. But if you're attracted and you want to do it, like I don't think anything would have changed. She was, uh, really, I sort of feel like she was almost testing Tyler. Like I know that That's you're in, like I know yeah. that you're into me physically. You've made that very clear to me. I need you to prove to me that you're interested in me in other ways. So if we're gonna spend the night together, I need to put up this barrier. It's the opposite with Peter, right? Where she's like, you're like a nice guy, dad, but can you have sex with me twice in one night? I need to know that. So it's I feel like Tyler and Peter were almost too sides of the coin where she had a great emotional connection with one but wanted to test the physical connection with Tyler. She knew she had a great physical connection but wanted to test the emotional connection. Yeah, I think it's just that they're four different relationships so she handled them differently. Also, I don't blame her for not getting to know him more. Literally, she interrogated him two dates ago trying to get deeper. Sometimes people just don't open up whether how many questions, regardless of how many questions you ask them. Like, it's all about the connection, how open someone is, how honest they'll be. Like, if you're talking about vulnerable things, I mean, to be honest, especially guys typically have a harder time opening up because they think uh, vulnerability is weakness. And Tyler does seem, to be honest, like the type of guy that I, I think he talked about this a little bit and I could be mistaken about, like, not showing emotion, having... I mean, I feel like they've all talked about that they've had problems opening up, but Mm -hmm. whatever. (laughs) Um, So I don't blame her, but I think she has such a strong physical connection to him and she wants to get to know him more that she was trying to see if they would take it to that level in the fantasy suite and that didn't require sex. Whereas the other guys, it wasn't that she was like, oh, well, I just want to test the car. I genuinely think she reached that emotional level Mm. and that's just a form of intimacy. Like, I don't want to... By the way, I don't want to slut shame Hannah at all. I think she's had a great time this season. There was nothing (laughs) wrong with having with her and Tyler. I'm just saying that was very sexy for ABC. But good for her. Do what you need to do to find who you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Right. Or a few months. (laughs) To that point, though, like, I don't know what it is about Tyler that's gonna like put him over the edge for her mm-hmm. because if they already have the physical intimacy and if you're going if we're going on your theory that they had a great conversation that night and now she's even more torn it's like well what what else do you need like mm. he's arguably pretty hot like I, I, too, gave him a hard time this season, but he's grown <laughs> on me so much, and I feel like he's the one who's really gone out of his way to show that he respects her. He's comforted her in times of, like, when she was really feeling low. It's like, what does he need to do? I, I want to know. I agree. It's interesting. Tamara Fuller, who's in our chat often, Tamara, good to see you. She says, if Tyler gets, uh, where was it? 
Oh, sorry, it's actually Hope. I love both of you guys, but I'm actually going to read Hope com- Hope's comment. She said, I think she's scared because Tyler seems too good to be true. I feel like that's why she's more apprehensive. And as he was leaving, she almost seemed the most emotional about his exit. Oh, and she I, 100% And I think was. it's because she knows she's not picking him. Like, mm. I think it's that moment when she's mm. like, I know you're great. I know you could be the one, but I know you're not it. I think in that moment, she knew she was saying goodbye kind of forever. Deep down. That would make sense, then, if she was willing to sleep with the other two, knowing she was going to send Tyler home. I guess that would make sense. Real quick shout-out to Ivy Lynn in the chat for shouting out my other show, saying Tyler is Love Island material. Yeah, he would tear up on Love Island. No problem. (laughs) No problem. Um, I also want to just quickly shout out to Mara Fuller, though, because she keeps referring to sex as putting the car in the garage, which I just think is <laughs> hilarious. You gotta park I've never it. seen that euphemism before, and it's it's great. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about Peter quickly. Did any of us see him being the windmill bandit? I did not. I thought it was Jed. I know. And the internet definitely led me to believe so. Shout out to everyone who tweets with our using our hashtag and just The Bachelor in general, because... There were so many screenshots and people piecing things together that made it seem like it was Jed, but mm. it was not. I just like that the producers absolutely made sure they found a condom <laughs> right off the bat. Yep. <laughs> just like they found it in his car. Absolutely. Right off the bat. I think Peter was gypped. Like, did you see everyone else's fantasy suite aside from... They went in a windmill. That that place did not have AC. It was probably hot in there. Literally two rooms. It, Are you it's kidding a windmill. me? Where's the bathroom? It's it's not a no, but did it looked like a dungeon, though. It, it, like, this is such a girl guy Jet, perspective, right? Jet's fantasy Does it have suite? a bed? Do you think Pete cared? It's a um, bed, condom, windmill, I and it's like very claustrophobic in there. Listen. She was not. She was fine. I just saying Jed's, Jed's fantasy suite literally I had know. a pool. I would have been a into that. Pool. I will admit, I would have been into that pool. Yeah, but if you want to compare that with Tyler's, I'm sure, like, Pete is taking his fantasy suite every day. Well, he wasted no time, that's for sure. They definitely got busy. I personally felt like Hannah seemed a little unsatisfied the next morning. I disagree. Fair enough. Yeah, I think she was happy. Okay. I think the fact that he finally said he loved her was really the catalyst to, like, Make that night go full steam ahead. So She's strange. like, let's like, just say it, dude. He was yeah. like dancing around it so Ugh. hard. It was very painfully awkward, but I think that's all they needed. Also, caught when he was like, it'd be hard to imagine she has something like this with somebody else. It's like, try three other guys, dude. <laughs> Come on, you know it. Does it have a bathroom? Everyone's acknowledging the importance of your question, Renee, which is much appreciated. No. <laughs> I'm just saying. Of course it does, because they have a lighthouse keeper. That's wait. They Can I just too? say? Oh no, sorry, Lighthouse. No, I'm an idiot. I'm, I'm 25, <laughs> and I, as of today, and I wake up in the middle of the night having to pee all the time. Imagine <laughs> being with a guy for the first time alone, and you have to pee, and you're in a goddamn windmill. It is like such where a, do you go? It is pretty ratchet. It's very like that a is nice so tale. ratchet. Whoever says that, that's not. There's cute. probably a bathroom in there. Listen, no, because rustic lifestyles probably love don't this. Don't the windmill like they, it has a bathroom we saw the two rooms in it okay well, no, windmills like especially an ancient windmill like that was used for an actual purpose to mill yeah. so people worked in it and I'm then sure they there's probably peed outside maybe or maybe there's a hole in the floor also interesting <laughs> PC correction we just got uh, the word gypped is actually uh, it's derived from gypsy yeah we, we will stop we didn't know that uh, oh, good for sorry. us to know uh, okay so anything else nothing huge with Peter besides uh, I mean, the boat. The boat was hot, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we think about Peter and Hannah? Anything else notable to talk about? Also, the boat. 
Wait, the boat was Tyler. Yeah, the boat was Tyler. Well, there are two boats. So Peter had the day boat. Oh, Tyler had the night boat. Sorry. Did the, I'm the king of the night water. boat. All I could think about was seasickness. Day boat was Same hot. here. Yeah. <laughs> I could not do well on a night boat. No. It's probably why um, they have Or a waterbed. I know. Yeah. Or a waterbed. Right. Any other thoughts with Peter before we move on to Jed, which was also a very interesting one-on-one? Let's talk about Jed. Okay, so first of all, their date was like a Grecian family reunion. Can someone catch me up on what happened here? It was like a barbecue? It was very they strange. They crashed some random like family party. I would be so mad if I knew that like one of my competitors got a private yacht. Yeah. And I was stuck like attending a family, like a small wedding reception for a family I didn't know. Especially when that woman was really grilling Hannah. And I was like, well, I'm still kind of trying to decide. And be like, yo! I'm right here. <laughs> We're on this date, just you and me. Isn't that it? And why are you talking? This woman is talking her up about the other dudes, basically. I felt bad for him in that moment. Yeah, because they usually have people, like, at one point in the season that, like, question the couple, like, one of the couples. But this girl was, like, in it for blood. Like, she wanted answers, and she's like, oh, it's not it's not the finale? Well, tell me, who are you going to pick? <laughs> you don't know? How are you going to find out? Yeah. It was very interesting. Okay. He looks so awkward. <laughs> they yeah. made sure whoever was like the millennial in that family was like front and center for this discussion. <laughs> it was a Debbie's <laughs> Grecian aunt was yeah. who it was. I loved it. No, it was arguably a really boring date except for their conversation. That's yes. where all the gems were dropped. I actually felt like Jed asked a lot of poignant questions to Hannah. It just, it sucks that it's coming from him because like it's Jed and <laughs> all the tea that's out about him. But I did, I did like their conversation. So, it was interesting. Jed had an existential crisis. This Grecian woman set something off in him, and he had to address the Luke situation right then. Um, Jed, in general, had a lot of challenging conversations with Hannah. I think our opinion on Jed, the way he handled this, it kind of fluctuated throughout the episode. I personally felt like the more he was persistent with his disapproval of Luke, the worse it got. I felt like for him to bring it up once, I get that, you're in a relationship. For him to bring it up twice, you're starting to push it, man. Listen to the girl you're dating. The third time, both Hannah and most of our panel was set off by the way he was handling this, right? (laughs) I thought it was bad right off the bat. Yeah. To me, it was bad from the first time. Strike one for you. I, just, I don't understand. The same thing. Why guys talk about any of the other guys on their dates? It's, it's dumb. Just, okay. ma- just maintain. Super quick. Yeah. I say just maintain your relationship with her, but also, I just wanted to drop this in before we get too far into Jed's conversation. I can't see him do anything anymore I know. without thinking of the girl. Specific quotes I wrote down. Don't want to see her give attention to someone else. Like your girlfriend? I have a hard time... I see you having a hard time letting go of things in your life. He didn't. Like his girlfriend. He's like, I I could... Like, everything he says, I just... I see... Same. Hell, yep. The one was, he's like, I just don't know if I can trust you moving forward. Yeah! Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it was pretty bad. But I will say, I think Jed was the only person this late in the game who can get away with bringing it to her. Because although it upset her initially, she definitely came back and tried to, like, save the conversation. I think because she really likes him. I know. Like, he gave her some cold, hard truths. Like, I wrote down, I did like that he said to her, if you're this close to forever, why are you still holding on to something so uncertain? Which I thought was valid. But then... Literally in the same breath, that's when he started with, makes me think you have a hard time letting go of what's not good for you, and then it kind of just spiraled into being something worse. But I think that she really does care for Jed the most right now, and I think his opinion on what she does still holds a lot of weight, because... Mm -hmm. 
she was willing to kind of meet him in the middle and talk about it. Whereas when Luke expressed his disapproval for what her choices were, she completely flipped out and didn't give him a chance anymore. You know what? Jed just didn't want her to end up with a liar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cricket, True. cricket. Cricket, True. cricket. Yeah, I mean, I the thing, Jed had two angles on this. One of them was like, I don't want you to get hurt, but the other one was like, I don't want to marry someone who has bad judgment. Yep, literally. He's sort of, I was like, which one is it? Because one of these is very, like, selfless, and one of these is kind of narcissistic. And so it was weird to see him kind of shift between those two, depending on what she wanted to hear. It was like, he got serious with her, then once he realized she was upset, he was like, no, what I meant was, like, I don't want you to get hurt. Because I'm so sick of this. Stop saying things you don't mean. It's so annoying. Between Luke and Jed, obviously I hate them both, but, like, literally, they say something, and then they're like, "Uh uh-uh, I... Oh, you're going to send me home. Uh, uh, I didn't mean that. Uh, well, no. you said it. Stop yep. saying things you don't mean. I'm so over it. And I tr- truly, yeah, the first one came from, like, seemed like it came from a selfless place, but it didn't. Because you know how what stemmed this conversation was the fact that it went down to him and Luke, and he thought that he was going to be picked between. Right. That's the only reason. This came from an e- This was an ego Insecurity. thing. Insecurity. Like, I don't, it never came from a place of caring for Hannah. He's He cares about Jed. Jed cares about Jed, whether he likes Hannah now, isn't thinks he's in love with her now. That guy's not in love with her. Maybe he's infatuated with her, whatever. But to considering how he entered the show, I can't take him seriously. And I don't think he should trust his own feelings based on the decisions he's made. I mean, almost everybody who's commented on it in the chat is saying that this was him trying to get sent home. Yeah. yeah that's been this was him pulling the ripcord. Oh, interesting. Right. That's a hot take. I like that. But it's then he didn't. He could have gone full-blown, but then he didn't. I mean, he could like, also just leave. I actually don't totally agree with you guys. I actually do think Jed's fallen pretty hard for Hannah at this point. I think he's clearly proven himself to be someone who has serious relationship issues. Right. Like, I think he's someone who probably said the same things to Haley and maybe believed that he had fallen for her, too. He has commitment issues, but I actually... I think he feels like he is deeply in love with Hannah. And 80% of what he was saying to Hannah, I did feel like he thought was to try to protect her. I mean, he can also just leave. I actually don't totally agree with you guys. I actually do think Jed's fallen pretty hard for Hannah at this point. I think he's clearly proven himself to be someone who has serious relationship issues. Right. Like, I think he's someone who probably said the same things to Haley and maybe believed that he had fallen for her, too. He has commitment issues, but... I actually, I think he feels like he is deeply in love with Hannah. And 80% of what he was saying to Hannah, I did feel like he thought was to try to protect her. I I don't no, know. he I mean, didn't. In his ITM, he literally said, uh, it came down to me and uh, Luke and I just, you know, why would she? Like, this is all coming from him. Not once did he say, you know what? I'm getting really worried because it's nearing the end of the process and Luke is still around and no, I don't he want did. Hannah. He did, though. Not, that's when not they sat down the second time. But that's yeah. what I'm telling you. He corrected himself. All, like, why don't, I, I think, think it's a little bit of both. I think I his too. pride <laughs> is definitely hurt as it should be when you're standing next to someone like Luke, regardless of all the things we know about him. If we're just judging in that moment, I think he was definitely grappling with his sense of pride and being upset and caring about and her. Caring, yeah. But how can we trust anything he says? Maybe in the that, chat. But like where Hannah's at right now, oh. she's trusting it. But we're looking from the perspective of what we know at this point because we're watching him. I don't believe what he says because he's a known liar. What we know from him is that he's lied yeah. and has manipulated a woman before. So why would I now believe that he has good intentions? He literally came on the show while having a girlfriend for music and now all of a sudden he does care about Hannah and not Jed when the whole reason he came on the show was for Jed. AB in the chat. Perfect comment. Jed was ashamed that his mom trolled him. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's so true. Uh, it's so true. Well, either way, it was interesting to watch a couple kind of navigate feelings in real time. That's one thing the show... This show has a tendency to edit content out of their conversations. It'll have these long conversations that are just like, I just need you to tell me how you feel, but I can't mm-hmm. tell me how you feel. So to actually hear feelings quantified for like 15 minutes of the show is nice. To hear Jed speak through what he was thinking and to hear Hannah speak through what she was thinking. Right. I'm curious what you guys think and what the chat thinks. At this point, at least, or at any point, do you guys think Jed ever expected his girlfriend to come out? And for, and for that to be made light to everybody? Or do you think this entire time he was like, my secret is safe, like everything's going to be fine? I don't know. Similarly to how he um, didn't handle the situation with Haley, I think he just didn't think that he would have to handle the situation yeah. if he got further mm-hmm. along in the process. I don't think he thinks. Mm-hmm. He thought he was just a on a vacation. Mr. Rock guy. I don't think he was too. Well, either way, Hannah forgave him pretty quickly. They went to their villa, which had a pool. Yeah, that was pretty dope. Um, and they sh- quickly shut the door, moved right to the bed, and um, things got wild, in Jed's words. A little wild. That next morning did seem very... That seemed the most intimate to me. She seemed satisfied. She seemed satisfied. Comparing the morning after faces. Yes. <laughs> and uh, their conversation was very sweet. Like, it was very lovey-dovey. Yeah. Um, all right, great. Let's talk about Super in love. <laughs> <laughs> we do have to move on. She was sad when Jed left, but I think the way she looked at Jed leaving was... Uh, he seems like someone I would pick. And the way she said goodbye to Tyler leaving was like, I hate that I have to say goodbye to him. Mm. That's sort of how I read both of those goodbyes. Okay, Tyler. Well, I don't even know where Tyler. to start with this. Oh, Luke. Luke? I'm sorry, Luke. I've done this every episode, gotten someone's <laughs> name wrong. We're talking about Luke P. The date's fine. We even have to talk about it. Take a helicopter, sure. whatever, whatever. Whatever. She but, said he was the best kisser. No Which, bungee jumping. I guess Hannah's standard for kissing is, does he want to eat my face? <laughs> he just, like, literally bit her face at one point. <laughs> it was the weirdest edit, because she's like, he is the best kisser. And also, ah, it was like Devin Gorkin. <laughs> I was watching Stranger Things. Oh, such a good season. Season three. Oh, such a good season. No spoilers, okay. no spoilers. Um, so good. Okay, by far more importantly than any of this is they go to dinner. They could not have asked for better weather for this scene, first of all. Oh, it's great. It starts thundering. Luke starts by talking, and he's like, you know, I love you, but now I want to talk about what I want because what I want matters a lot. What did he say exactly? I want it the way I want it. And um, let's talk about sex. Hannah's excited at first because yes. she likes to talk about yes. sex. She's a sexual person, which is fine. Um, I, just, I thought that was really important that as soon as he said it, she was like, yeah. And then and I was like, Luke, oh, I know you're going off a cliff right now. <laughs> just so many quotes here. But basically what he told her is, if you've had sex with one or more of these guys, I am not interested in being your husband. Yep. Yeah. And Hannah gave us a 12-minute Monologue. Wait, you might have misunderstood him. I don't think that's what he said. Right, that's not I, exactly the second what he time meant. He, I wanted to punch him in his actual face for that because there was no way he could try and say he was misquoted. Like, but you guys, he's literally been doing this all season. This was just the picture perfect moment of that, and it's like Hannah finally just the light bulb went off. Yeah. Finally, was like oh my god, like literally this whole thing of her doing this was such a mood because this was me all season of like, yeah. why don't you get it? Like. And she finally got it. I know in the chat from even before we got started, a lot of people were on the fence about how she handled it. I mean, do you guys think... Also, do you think it was still satisfying even though we saw this moment many times over yeah, in the preview? Yeah, because we, it we never really saw her full reaction and right. a lot of it 
totally like you're saying is a yes moment. Like finally, 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 he's kind of getting it. Yeah, I mean, it's there was just quote after quote of poetry from Hannah. I was so impressed. I mean, for as much as we've complained about her ability to articulate, this was the most articulate she's ever been. I was like, thank God for all this pageant training finally paying off. <laughs> she had all these amazing sound bites. She, when she uh, said, she really you've broken did. my heart over and over again. You've made me break my own heart for caring about you. You've shown me all these red flags. I finally have clarity. I was like, this could not have been better for the producers. This moment, this redemption arc for Hannah. Yeah. This was, I mean, this was like good TV right? It was great and I love the line she threw about the fact that he did so many other things that would have made him ineligible to be her husband That's that she exactly looked right. past. Like, yep. it, it, that was like the perfect thing to add in there because she totally flipped it on him like you know throwing in the bible verses like he without the first stone or sorry I'm totally butchering he it. He who is without sin may cast, cast the, the first stone. stone. I was just oh my gosh. She's like you're holding your stone. Yeah. <laughs> I, think she, I think she did a great job. She said pretty much everything. The only thing I wish she added was that how he gaslights and manipulates. But she <laughs> and did her a, pride. Aside from that she did a really good job. However I'd like to point something out that I really noticed this episode that goes off her pageant training. Do you realize that Hannah doesn't react to things the way normal people do where you're like, hey, if you're like, hey, Renee, you're stupid. And I'd be like, Hannah would go, that really upset me. Like, she would take a moment. She (laughs) always takes a moment. Because every time I'm like, what is she feeling for the first, like, five seconds? And then she'll be pissed. Like, with the conversation with Jed. Even with the thing with Luke, it took her a few seconds. Wait a minute. I'm mad about this. Yeah, Yeah. to, like, process what she's thinking. And um, I'm going to throw it to the chat. Do you guys like that? Or do you think it's more disingenuous? Do you think it's good because she's, like, thinking through before she acts? What do you think? Because I can't do that. Like, like, totally turn off and pause before I emotionally respond to something. Yeah, like this I ain't a text that. combo. That's not a skill that I personally have. I actually react <laughs> way nope. too quickly. But as someone who's given her a lot of shit for bumbling over her words and maybe not handling things properly, I'm I'm okay with her taking a beat to kind of gather herself, being that she is the lead. Yeah. Um, especially if it's going to deliver like this. Ooh. Yeah, especially in this instance where yes. she was not expecting him to say that it's, whatsoever. It's, just, it's extremely up. holier than now to even acknowledge like. I've hooked up with a lot of girls, but for the last three years, I've right. been saving my virginity for me. And and also, uh, we talk about this a lot on Married at First Sight because there's a virgin on there saving herself for, I guess now her marriage. But if he is going a really, really religious way with this, to me, his potential wife making out with these guys all over the place right. and topless and this and and that and she's a very kind of sexually free kind of person um wouldn't that be how an did he not see that, it wouldn't that stop that's her what right was there? so strange is like however we feel about sex in our own personal lives he's allowed to want to marry the person he wants but for her sure. for him to have such an inaccurate picture of who she was after spending all this time shows what a yeah. self-centered person he was he just handled everything here wrong yeah like there's a version of this that where you say you know I've got to be honest I feel insecure about the fact that you're sleeping with other men or you know there's a way but that's not I, what it was for I him I know it wasn't this was a way to control her whereas yeah right. he did get flags that she would she is a sexually free I mean they're not even red flags but for him his own red flags yeah. whatever that she's more sexually free and he probably knew that she would want to have sex or do something in these fantasy suites so he used this as a controlling manipulative tactic to right. like get be like oh well I'll leave if if uh, you do and then when he realized that wasn't working that's why he retracted and was like I won't leave we'll work through it 
It was just, it was strange yeah. for him to have such intense blinders up all season and just, create a picture of Hannah that was just never there. It's interesting. Sure. I, I kind of grew up in this culture where there's like this spiritual male leadership culture, but it, this is a classic example of someone who like takes that like leadership authority that like the Bible talks about and just pushes it way too far and misunderstands what it means. He wasn't listening to Hannah. He never even considered apologizing. He was actively hurting someone and wasn't able to apologize. That's one of the biggest red flags, I think. If, if you're with someone who isn't able to see that you're hurting and say you're sorry, that's just, he he needed to go. Absolutely, and he's totally misconstruing Christianity here because we're all sinners in the eyes of God, but he washes our sins away, not to get too like religious here. So right. it's like, you're not even practicing what you're preaching. You're going right. to continue to hold her sins against her and act like you're holier than thou. It just... It's a very weird just, position to take this, yeah. especially, I, I missed it. Whoever put it in the chat, I'm so sorry if I can get back to it really quick. Avalon Park, Avalon Park, that's right. The way Luke is reacting now and really summoning this religious stuff, when he was the first one to take his shirt off and start making out with her back at the house, and it was episode one, right? It's okay when he does it's it. It's such a conundrum and contradiction, it makes no sense. It's just... That's just Luke. Literally all season, you guys. He's just been a hypocrite. Mm. All season. He, this has been him all season. I, I'm glad that it was so blatantly obvious tonight and that Hannah realized it. Also, thank you, ABC, for doing this on my birthday. Whether you knew it or not, thank <laughs> you. Speaking totally on purpose. Totally on Birthdays. There's an ad. The door is opening. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday, dear Renee. Happy birthday to you. Oh, um, thank you. Those are birthday that cake wasn't a bites. Transition. Oh, really? Yeah, so they're actually birthday cake bites. Counts. I'd make a wish, but my wish already came true. Oh, <laughs> Luke went make home. Make another one. All that Hannah wanted was for Luke Yay, to go home. Thanks, guys. Perfect birthday gift. Do you mean Renee? All right. so we are going to go through our... Jeff, huh? Do you mean go Renee? For Hannah. What are, oh, my God. <laughs> I quit. Go home, Hannah Jeff, did want... All I think Hannah wanted be. was for Luke to leave tonight, though. That was awesome. The fact that he would not hmm. go. She was like, come on, it's time, it's time. And then the favorite line that we didn't even mention yet, before I leave... Can I pray over you? Oh, that was That's awesome. Bad. How else can he go out? Wait, amazing. did I miss that? He said that to her? He said, yeah. can I pray over you before I go? <laughs> really dialing in all the Christianity. Like, he was like, all right, I'm dying on this sword right here. This was definitely, I'm going for it. This was an L for American Christianity tonight, unfortunately. Okay, um, can we, I think we should go quick, the quickest news ever. Quickest news ever. <laughs> Just Chris Chara, Christine, then we gotta get our way out of here. So, Peter's ex-girlfriend, her name is Kaylee Lutz, she came forward and said that he dumped her months before the show. Um, we have a picture up right now. It's an ET exclusive of Peter and Kaylee. They were at a Halloween party together. This is another photo up of them vacationing in Switzerland, which they went to within the five-month span that they were dating. So they apparently got really serious, and right before Christmas, four months before filming, he broke up with her. And now she's come forward because she feels like he's being disingenuous on the show, and she wants to just call attention to it. But... Do we think that this is any worse than what Jed did with his girlfriend? I don't think it's worse. I think it's a. I mean, the, we weren't there in the relationship, so I don't know if like maybe there, he was already feeling something, or if he literally dumped her just to go on the show. Um, I will say he did break up with her before going on the show. Maybe he wasn't feeling it like that. To be honest, I can't totally yeah. hate on him until I have more details. Whereas Jed, like 
you gotta break up with someone before getting engaged to someone else. And also not promise to come back to them in that way. I think what Jed did was arguably worse. You guys can go to ET online to check out more details about it. Um, Peter did some shady things like completely scrubbing any trace of this girlfriend the day after they broke up and also started following a Bachelor producer the same day. There's more Mm. details up there that'll kind of maybe change your mind on this. Um, I'll be curious to know what you guys think. Let us know in the comments. She bought Peter the condoms. (laughs) You know, it all depends on when he applied and was accepted to the show. That's all. That to me is all matters. You guys, there's 600 of you. Make sure to just give us a thumbs up. That might come up sooner on the timeline. I don't know how to work work YouTube. Just please give us a thumbs up. I'm going to kindly ask our listeners to hop on iTunes and give us those five stars. I'll keep it quick, but it helps us so much, you guys. And we will read your reviews on air. You can put your social handles in there and we will read them. Boom. Should um, we do quick tweeting for the We right got clearance to do them? quick, quick tweets. Let's so, do it. I go. got the first one. It's a Mean Girls reference. You guys know the, uh, the gym teacher from Mean Girls who talks about not having <laughs> sex. They put Luke's face on there and says, don't have sex because you will get pregnant and die. Hashtag The Bachelorette. <laughs> cool. Which one's next? We're waiting. Oh, yeah. yeah. Next one is my tweet from Rachel at Rondo3Girl. It's Jesus walking into the Mentel all to defend Hannah having sex in the window. It's a play on That's that amazing. meme from um, America's Next Top Model. It's great. This is mine. Hannah saying, my husband would never say what you said to me. And the Bachelor Nation saying, is it cool if your husband has a girlfriend? <laughs> Jed? And this last one is mine. It's from a wise Twitter user named uh, at Renee Ariel. And it just says, told you so, because all season... She's smart. I have told you so. She is smart. I would call you out for humility if it wasn't your birthday. (laughs) (laughs) It's your birthday, so I'm going to give you that one. All right, guys, we got to get out of here fast. We thank you so much for tuning in. This has been the Bachelor After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Today we covered season 15, episode 10. We will be covering the rest of the season. We got some Mental Law. We got some AFR. And uh, we got a winner coming up soon, maybe. Um, Guys, my name is Jeff Graham. Thank you for tuning in. You can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey Seagram or Instagram at Jeffrey Crane Graham. Follow me. Thanks so much for tuning in tonight, guys. I'm Christine Alexis. You can find me on Twitter at Christine Bean and on Instagram at Christine I Alexis. Guys, I'm Mike Feeling. Thanks so much for hanging out with us in the chat. You all rock. All almost 700 of you. You can find me everywhere at Mike Feeling. And you guys, I'm Renee Ariel. Thank you so much for the birthday wishes throughout the chat. That was super sweet. Uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at Renee Ariel. And check out Shared News because actually today I just did a story on The Bachelorette. Uh, so check it out. Uh, it's fun. Guys, thank you. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Get a windmill. Kevin Undergaro and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first; we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 